Aloha, this is Dharani Akashic Activation Catalyst, Oracle, Soul Guide, and fellow Starseed host for Unleash Your Cosmic Power, a podcast exclusively for Starseeds on a mission. Get ready, my fellow Starseeds, to embark upon an extraordinary adventure of being in a body on Earth. Together, we'll dive deep into the mysteries of the universe to help you remember your cosmic origins, explore the vast realms of consciousness, and help awaken you to your multidimensionality and personal soul mission. We will be encouraging you to take that guided action from your higher self to fulfill your divine purpose and unlock your cosmic potential as you gain the courage to face everything that stands in the way of anchoring your divine expression and embodying your higher self to create a life that mirrors your authentic soul desire, inner fulfillment, and the abundance and prosperity that you've always dreamed of. Love and joy, just the way that you were meant to. In this episode of Unveiling the Starseeds Within, host Dharani Kaushik sets the stage for an enlightening journey into the realms of starseeds and cosmic consciousness. In this episode, Dharani shares her personal motivation behind creating this podcast and addresses the skeptics who raise eyebrows at the term starseed. Through a thought-provoking discussion and personal anecdotes, Dharani guides listeners in exploring their own cosmic identity. Wondering if this podcast is for you? Tune in to uncover the signs that indicate a potential starseed awakening resonates within you. Delving deeper, Dharani dives into her own transformative journey and recounts the pivotal moments that led to the realization of her starseed nature. Sharing personal insights and experiences, this episode serves as an invitation for listeners to embark upon their own path of self-discovery and embrace the cosmic connections that await. Join Dharani in episode one of Unveiling the Starseed Within as a fascinating exploration of starseeds and their awakening unfolds, igniting a collective journey towards higher consciousness and cosmic understanding. Aloha everyone, this is Dharani. I wanted to start a starseed podcast for the longest time ever, primarily because I've always been really connected to my spirit guides and they have been encouraging me to do this for a really long time. And I was so eager to get this going and to get started. And when I first pitched the idea to one of my friends and I told him that I was gonna do the Starseed podcast, he was like, let me be perfectly honest. I don't resonate with the word Starseed. And I was like, okay, yeah, be totally honest. So he told me why. And he directed me to a video that somebody had made on Instagram. And the video, it's this guy who's talking about why he doesn't like the word starseed. And I guess he had some valid points, but at the same time, they almost don't really make sense. It's like they cancel each other out. So I was going to address some of those points and some reasons why some people might not like the term starseed. But as far as I'm concerned, starseeds on a mission is basically... You are a soul who has lots of high-level wisdom that could actually benefit the planet. You have a soul that carries within it intrinsic gifts from everywhere that you have incarnated on this planet, on other planets, and you carry with you the potential to greatly affect humanity in a positive way if you choose to do so. So inherent within you already, there's this beautiful gift that needs to come out. And a lot of times, a lot of these souls, starseed souls, is what I'll call them, but there's many names for them. Some people have said things like crystal, indigo children, and all of that. And I'll admit I have some like eye roll sensations when I hear certain titles. So maybe somebody has the same thing towards starseeds, right? But 
overall, what I'm talking about is a person who feels like they have a lot to share, a lot to give, a lot that they want to do to impact the world in positive ways. But for one reason or another, they just haven't been able to fully step into their mission, either because they feel like they've been greatly sabotaged by their upbringing, by their family, by their the people they choose to love, or whatever the reason is, this podcast is for those of you who want to make a difference and are ready to fully step into the truth of who you are, your most empowered, authentic self living here on earth. And that brings me to one of my first points. One of the reasons that that guy on Instagram, and I'll probably link all this, I forgot his name, and I'll, I'll probably have him respond to this, so maybe maybe it's good that I remember but he was basically saying how a lot of people take this starseed term and use it for ego identification. And I personally don't have a problem with that. The only problem that I see is that uh, people can start to have a hierarchy of like, well, I'm this kind of starseed and you're not. And so I'm better than you. And then, you know, the human can take a little bit of a trip with that. They're like, oh, that starseed is better or they're taller or they look different. You know, you can take your own human judgments and translate those to star seeds and then say that that's yours, right? Kind of like how the Greeks would take the idea of a god or even a demigod and then translate their ideas of God into a, a jealous human, an angry human. And then they came up with all these uh, stories about like, you know, Zeus being this adulterous man or like Aphrodite, you know. And I mean, the whole thing with myths, there's there's some truths to them. And then, you know, it depends on how you want to take those. But yeah, I think it's really important for people to not get caught up with the ego identifications of like, you are a starseed and that's the only thing you are because you are many things, including a starseed, including a human. And as a very practical person myself, I'm not going to share something that I don't feel can be applied directly right now because it doesn't make sense for us to travel the cosmos if we're not going to be doing our mission, which many of us feel we know that we have a mission. And the mission is basically come to earth and help to dissolve all of the negativity, help to alchemize it, help to bring the light down, help to bring your unique codes into the earth and anchor so deeply into it that you actually have an effect. And so our role on earth is not to go back to the stars, go back to heaven, get lost in these tiny little discussions of who is what kind of indigo crystal starseed from which planet, even though that is really interesting and it can be a source of bonding. It's not for us to get lost in that. It is for us to say, to remember how empowered we really are, how many lives we have lived that have gifted us the opportunities, the skill set, the mindset that we can bring back right now. And if we really want to get into it, which I probably will in some other episode, Time is not linear, so you're still, your soul is still living a lot of those lifetimes, and it comes back to your oversoul. The oversoul being the one that is deciding and controlling which, um, which lifetimes, it, which lessons, which themes it wants to explore in various lifetimes. So all of that, we'll get into it, but it's more technical information. It's more, it's more that I see the point of people not wanting to identify as starseeds because. They think it's redundant to get lost in the heavenly realms and the heavenly categorization of all of these things without actually having an impact here on earth. So that's not what I'm about. I'm about bringing all of that down here so that we can actually utilize it. 
Another thing that people were posting about reasons why they didn't like star seeds is that they just feel like it's it's a comforting thing, you know, like some people know and some people don't know and some people they form these generalized descriptions that could pretty much fit anyone, right? Like it's it's like have you ever not fit in? Well, you might be a star seed or you might not even be from this planet. You might be a fairy, you know? And that's pretty cool. It's it's fun. It's fun to think about that. But I, I feel that if you really are a star seed, you just know. And a lot of the ones that I've talked to, you know this from from being a child. A lot of times you don't even feel like you were a child. I didn't feel like I was a child. I felt like I was in a sort of state of um of of dormancy where like I would communicate with my guides and they'd be like, oh, you don't need to think about that. You don't need to know know that stuff yet, even though I did. And I was like, oh, okay, sure, I'll just comply because you know I'm I'm I guess I don't really have to think about you know grown up things right now. And you basically always know that you have a mission. Like it's it's encoded into your DNA, and you just know there's that inner knowing. So if you if you don't know that already then there could be other blocks that are blocking you from you fully knowing that or you might be looking for something to identify with but either way it's not really about clinging to some egoic identity it's about asking yourself do i have something beautiful and powerful to share with the world am i ready to alchemize everything that i have to alchemize in order for me to step fully into who i am and be the highest version of myself on earth me being the highest version of myself that would actually accumulate wealth or accumulate power or accumulate a network of people that can affect the world in positive ways by helping to create programs and systems that will preserve the earth, that will preserve the planet, that will create new systems of wealth that distribute the actual materials that are here for everyone in a, in a better way. So that's who this podcast is about. And, and also, if you are a starseed, you just know. And a lot of times people have also said that they will use the term starseed or angelic starseed, angelic soul, just to bypass the inner work. And that's exactly what I'm talking about here. This is not about bypassing any kind of inner work. And I, you know, I get accused of bypassing sometimes by people or they'll mention it and I'm just like, no, you really can access tremendous amounts of bliss the more that you align to who you really are. It's actually a key element of why a lot of starseeds get hijacked in, and drawn into addiction loops and all kinds of issues because your dopamine levels, the, the receptors for bliss in your brain are wired so that when you are on purpose, when you're living your life according to your unique soul alignment and fulfilling your divine mission, that feels like bliss. That feels like joy. And so a lot of things that have happened is that on this planet Earth, there's a lot of beings who have figured out that you can feed off of negativity very well. And I mean, there's so much negativity here and you want to ask why? Well, there's a lot of negativity here because we are existing. This is like a free zone in the universe where anything goes, anything is allowed. I've done readings for people, Akashic Record readings, where I will, I, I can tell who comes from a different universe, a parallel un universe even. And those people in their universe, the laws are totally different. And so right now we're living in the universe where everything goes and whatever you truly believe 
you will begin to see the evidence of that. And so that's why you have people who don't believe in God and who see very little evidence of it. Unless their, their higher self has contracted them to have an experience of God that undeniably, even if they don't believe in God, eventually they will come to have that experience because their higher self has predestined that and organized it for them. But in general, what you truly believe is the type of experience that you will end up having on earth because we're in a free will zone of the universe, which is also why there's all of this siphoning of energy of people trying to convince you to look at things their way, to do things how they want to do it because they're basically managing your connection to life force energy, your connection to God's source. And so you really have to be careful when you ask yourself, Is this a genuine desire that I have? Am I putting my will power into this action because I genuinely want to and because it's a reflection of who I truly am at soul? Or is it because of what society has told me is good? Is it because of other factors? And so there's a lot of like almost like an internal war going on with your own soul desires and the desires that other people have to control your life force energy, which of course, if you take it down to very basic levels can include things like attention, things like money. What are you buying? What are you play? What is your mind constantly on? All of these things are very valuable forms of currency that are constantly being fought for on this planet. And as starseeds or high-level souls, it's your starseeds or high-level souls, it's your job to connect to yourself and use your power in, in the way that you are meant to, which is to be the, you came here to be the authentic version of yourself and bring all of, all of that which is already encoded within your soul and anchor that into the planet so that so that you can show all of the other humans that no matter what obstacles are in the way, no matter what fears exist, the light of your soul will continue to shine through all of that because the light of truth will shine no matter what because God's will is greater than any obstacle than any darkness if you are truly the light there there are no shadows because you just know it you know you don't need the light to see because you understand everything and it's just an inner knowing and so that's what you're here to do to fully translate your authentic beingness on earth so let's ask ourselves what does that look like And I want you to continue to ask yourself this over and over and over again until you come to a more conclusive understanding of it, because it's it's the core of the work that we're going to be doing here throughout this podcast. And continuing on to what that other I was saying about why he doesn't or what other people uh, were saying about how they don't like the word starseed is that they also think that people use it to feel powerful and um, that they just want to start a business and sell things using the term starseed as a code word, right? Um, Or that they just want to feel special or that they feel like that identity um, is just used to feel better and, you know, not really bring any service to humanity. And I want to say that, hey, kids, and they're farming cacao beans and it, you're insignificant. So I want to I want to flip that script in you and come back to the fact that you are significant, not because you're a starseed, but because you are a child of God. So it doesn't even matter. Like if you are from Earth and you care about this planet, basically, I guess this podcast is for people who care about making a difference, who care about this planet enough 
to create habits and make choices that support the well-being of everybody on earth because there is enough wealth there is enough resources on this planet to help everyone to thrive and live beautiful meaningful lives where we can actually have relationships with each other that are meaningful and not based off of like some transactionary system where there's no love involved that's not really i mean maybe that has been something that happened in the past, but that's where the term starseed comes into play, right? So if you've had access to utopian societies, that knowledge is ingrained within you. And here you are, here you find yourself on earth, being able to put that technology that you have already experienced, those systems, those ways and modes of being, you can apply those to the earth systems and create something entirely new here or take advantage of the systems that are already in place and slowly replace them much like how christianity you know took over and this is not nothing against christ or anything i love christ christ is beautiful christ energy is amazing but how religions took over pagan holidays right so instead of saying like completely abolishing them they slowly substituted things it's also a really great way that you can upgrade your entire um dietary system just eat nutrient dense foods and swap them out for junk foods it's just it's just like you have to anchor in the codes that are already within you and swap them out for what for the structures that already exist on earth and eventually create new systems because destroying what is already here can sometimes be a huge battle that we can't even fully fully do right now so so what is available to us right so you have to take the uh accountability and you have to take the approach of you cannot fail failure is not an option and i know that a lot of starseed souls have this in them failure is not an option you cannot stop your divine mission from actually being accomplished sure there have been delays in the past and i i I might have said in the past that the only thing that evil can do is delay you but i no longer want so i created this podcast specifically for these souls who know that they have a mission who want to create positive impact on the planet and who love this earth who understand that we are an interwoven interconnected complex ecosystem know that you have the power to affect change in the world this podcast is for you and as a starseed myself i i i'll talk a little bit about my own journey and um for me like i always knew that i i guess i just i was just always really aware I actually thought that I I would have been Syrian from Sirius because my guys and I had this ongoing joke about how how I can get super serious sometimes and they were like, "Oh, you're so serious." You know, it, it was funny. I like to joke around with my guys. But then I actually learned to officially read the Akashic records by studying with like three, four different teachers. And during one of those sessions, um while I was doing my own records, I asked, like, which starseed realm am I, right? And I got, it wasn't what I thought it was. And so that's one way that you can tell that you are connected because the knowledge, it goes beyond what you would perceive for it to be. It goes beyond that. And it's not what you expected a lot of the times. Like, like your your conscious mind might have an idea about the root causes and issues, but actually it might just be one. Or there might be a multitude of people in your life that you think, 
each have a separate inner energy that they're bringing to you, but actually it's just one kind of energy being distributed among many different archetypes. And that's another fun exercise that we'll do at some point um, when we do a life inventory of all of the people in your life. But yeah, I was always just really connected. I actually heard my guides when I was two-ish the first time. And it was a story that I tell people uh, when I was I was living with my mom and my dad. I think my dad was there too. But anyways, so my mom was sitting on this rock. We were hiking somewhere. And she she was sitting on this rock and she was wearing a long skirt. And her skirt was draped over the edge of the rock. And I was a baby, right? So I wanted to sit on her lap. But for some reason, I, I just didn't think about like moving the skirt. And I wanted to move it with my mind. <laughs> and I remember this perfectly. So I distinctly heard my guides tell me, like, don't do that. Like, like move the skirt, you know. But um, obviously, like, it's telepathic communication. And so I, I basically threw my head onto the edge of her skirt, which was really the edge of the rock being covered by her skirt. And so I have this, like, tiny little Harry Potter scar on my forehead. Um, kind of by my hairline, and that's where that comes from, from the first time that I heard my guides, and I had to go to the hospital, and I don't know if they did stitches. I, I don't think they did stitches, because uh, where I'm from, I don't think they typically do that. I'm, I'm from another country, and so, yeah, I don't think I got stitches, but it bled a lot, and that's the first time that I really remember fully having telepathic communication with my guides. Um, and overall throughout my childhood, like I just, I always knew that I was in communication with like higher beings or higher forces because I could feel it. And there were specific times while while I was growing up that I was asked, um, well, I had some very unique experiences. Like I was asked like, would you like to see us? And it kind of freaked me out. And I was like, no, you can just say as orbs of light or, or just like, you know, give me that inner knowing because I don't want to be freaked out. And then they were like, okay, cool. And so I've always had that connection with my guides. And eventually what it evolved into is that I, I do, I'm very clairvoyant so I can see things, uh, very well. And I see them in my mind. Um, Sometimes there's like multiple TV screens and it's almost like TV screens or you can like zoom into certain areas. Sometimes it's almost like like star systems and I will just zoom into particular spots that um, it just makes the picture bigger. Kind of like how you would zoom in on an iPad. But this was like way before we had any of these. I also remember... um, that my mom would ask me for psychic intuitive knowledge about different people, different things that were going on in her life. So it's kind of like her confidant. And I would always, it felt like I would link up to a source of energy and I would get whatever information she wanted. It, it was honestly like I could read people's thoughts and I knew what they were thinking. And I know that most humans are not comfortable with that idea. So I think I, I kind of turned that off a little bit or toned it down. So don't be freaked out <laughs> to be my friend or anything. Um, but when I was a child, I was definitely like, I had no inhibitions. I was like full on it. And so I, my mom, I guess she just kept that up for me because she realized I was really psychic and I was right about all of the stuff that I told her. 
I mean, in time, I kind of came to resent my psychic abilities because I felt like it sort of uh, took parts of my childhood away because, I, like I said, I never felt like I was a child. I was always being used in some way for my gifts. Um, I was always of use to someone uh, that wanted knowledge or that wanted um, to know things about people that I don't even know if they should have had access to that information. So it's almost like, like I was used in a way that I wasn't specifically happy with. So ultimately, if you think about it that way, I've been guiding people and coaching people since I was about four. And so I've been connecting to my guides. I've been connecting to the Akashic Records, which is what I realized I was connecting to. I was connecting to this field of energy where everything exists. I've been doing that since I was a child. And I've gone through phases of turning my gifts off and turning them back on. And again, as a grown adult, you have filters of what is appropriate and what's not and what you should be allowed to listen to. And would this person be ashamed if they knew that I know this thing about them? And so I always think about stuff like that, specifically in a modern society when we have law like HIPAA laws and privacy laws, I'm very conscious of of people's personal space and I don't purposely try to penetrate into people's fields at all. I feel that a lot of times it's just like sight, you know, like you're just looking around and oh, there's a tree, there's the color green, you know, you just, I just see things and I just know things. And I have worked it out with my guides where I'm like, if I'm meant to see it, then I'm meant to see it. If I don't see it, then, you know, that person's not ready for it. And so that's kind of the filter that I generally use. So if I see something for someone, I try to find a way to tell them if they are ready to do the healing work to work on it. If not, then I just won't mention it. But I know but I know that their guides and their team of angels wanted me to see it. And it's for a reason. Maybe we're meant to do work in the future. And so they let me into the inner uh, knowingness or into the experiences that this person has had. Sometimes it's very automatic. Like I'll see them in a younger phase of their life reliving a scene as if I'm watching a movie in my mind's eye about an experience that they had with someone. And sometimes it can be intense. And again, I don't purposely do these things unless I'm doing work with someone specifically. And I'm very respectful of energy. I just go by if I'm meant to see it, I'm meant to see it. And this person and I are supposed to work together. And sometimes we're not. And I'm totally okay with that. I know that even if I'm allowed to see certain things about a person's past or their the way that they really are on the inside, their heart's pain, I am a very conscious person where the human in me might judge myself for having certain flaws, but I don't judge other people. I, and, and I think it comes along those lines of like, you know, the people that are, the people that don't want the power are the ones that can handle having the power, right? So I don't, I don't use knowledge to manipulate people. I, I use it for healing and in the ways that it is meant to. We are meant to be this connected, this psychic, this open so that we know how to heal the plants, how to heal the environment, how to heal your baby when your baby can't speak, how to telepathically communicate with animals and whales and birds and plants even. Plants speak to me all the time. I actually have to turn off the plant thing sometimes because I remember I had this one job where I was making smoothies back in the day and they had this one indoor plant and it told me it wanted water. 
And it got a little picky. It was like, can you please sprinkle some water onto me? Because it wanted to feel the rain because it had once been a wild plant that somebody had potted and it was now stuck inside and it missed the rain. And it, it, it like seriously told that to me. And I would always like water it that way as if it was raining. But I'm just telling you, like, like if you want your psychic senses to be opened, oh my gosh, everything is talking to you constantly. So you'll have to come to terms with that and create your own filters about what you're available to listen to and when the timing is right, because guides, angels, plants, everything is going to talk to you. Again, I want to emphasize that this is not to have some superpower, which I, I realize that a lot of people just want power. To me, this is about our interconnectedness, about turning on the way that we are meant to be, which is we are meant to be stewards of the earth in God's name for for um, the liberation of the slave system that we're currently living on earth. We are meant to bring in and create the best, the most heavenly ways of being that we can possibly channel and ground here into the earth. So that is why we're meant to be psychic, because we're meant to communicate not just with the plants and the animals and our babies and unborn children and spirits and everything. We're meant to be in constant connection with all of our lifetimes, our higher self, with the cosmos. We're meant to be able to help guide others who perhaps can't hear, or if they can hear, we're meant to come to, to a, a place where we can make the best decisions for the highest good of all that exists and it's just part of you reclaiming your multi-dimensional beingness you have access to this but it is a power that is meant for good it is not a power that is meant just to have power the way that power has been misused upon this planet that's not what it's for and i intend to help you awaken this interconnectedness within yourself so that you can use your power for good and for the liberation of humanity and this earth, not for uh, being nosy and, you know, misusing this power or manipulating people into doing things that they don't want to do. This is God-given power. So I have this like tiny little Harry Potter scar on my forehead. So for me, I've been through the journey of turning my psychic gifts on and turning them off and rebelling against them and going against my intuition because I wanted to be like everybody else. And it's kind of sad. Um, a lot of us go through those phases where we turn our, our psychic powers on and then off because we want to be normal. And we turn our backs upon ourselves and who we really are. And, and we refuse to take on the roles that we are meant to. And that is who this podcast is for. The people that know they're meant to do something, that want to do something at heart, at core. For me, I always thought that I was um, going to be Syrian because I had this ongoing joke with my guides and we would always joke about how I'm so serious. But when I officially learned up that I was asked, um, well, I had some very unique experiences. Like I was asked, like, would you like to see us? And it kind of freaked me out. And I was like, no, you can just say it as orbs of light or, or just like, you know, give me that inner knowing because I don't want to be. I have a lot of Syrian connections and I have had lifetimes on Sirius and a lot of my best friends ever are from Sirius. Even disembodied friends, friends that aren't in a body are from Sirius. And usually when I meet people from Sirius, they like automatically like we have this affinity. But actually like the, the place that my soul feels the most at home is Andromeda or it's towards the Andromeda galaxy. 
one of my teachers likes to call this realm mission realmers and she doesn't really want this information out there because she doesn't want people again to cling to the egoic personas and egoic identities and a lot of people can miss try to misuse this information but i'm just gonna say it because i'm being perfectly honest with you and i am looking for more of my own starseed friends i've had lots of other encounters and i i actually i haven't I haven't quite come to terms with how I'm going to talk about these things because I, I've had so many experiences. So I'm trying to pick between which ones would be relevant that might also be relevant for you. As a starseed, another one that I've had is um, when I was about 12, there was this rainbow, plasma rainbow light portal. It looked like a pool and it was made of rainbow light. And I was taking a nap with my mom and we were napping in Florida. And I remember I came out of my, I came out of my body and this rainbow portal opened in the door and I was asked if I wanted to go. And I, I was curious. I was a little bit scared, but mostly curious. And then I looked back at my body and I saw my body and lying next to my mom. And I said, no, I have to stay and take care of my mom. And so I just came back into my body and then I woke up my physical body. And, you know, I, I regretted that decision for a long time because I always wondered, like, what would have happened if I had stepped in through the portal? So I had a lot of experiences like that um, with either rainbow portals, orbs in the forest. Another one where there was other people present is um, my mom and I were camping in the woods one time. And this was in the Santa Cruz Mountains, and we were staying with our friend. And um, they had, like, this huge family. And so we were in, like, a weird part of the forest. And, yeah, for some reason, we had decided to camp here. And before this, my friend and I had been walking around the river, and we found some weird footsteps on the ground. It was, like, this weird greenish uh, print of a foot, like, melted onto a rock. And I don't know why I decided to like step into it because I thought it would be cool. And then we got lost. My friend who was the same age as I, we got lost. And uh, things got creepy after that. But later that night, uh, me and my mom were camping. And um, we saw these, we were praying and we saw these beautiful giant orbs in the trees. And we knew that they were benevolent beings just because of the way that they made us feel safe. So before this, uh, my friend and I, we had had this scary experience because I had stepped in that uh, footstep and we had gotten lost and we decided we didn't want to camp with her family. So we camped somewhere farther away, but we were like 12 year olds, right? So we heard these crazy noises scratching um, and we didn't know what it was. We thought maybe it was like a, a animal, but it was like the weirdest scratching noises that we heard outside. And... We screamed and then um, my mom had came out to get us and she told us that she saw a red orb. Well, she told me that she saw a red orb because I don't think she thought my friend was going to believe her. And so my mom has been pretty psychic as well. Um, but usually red orbs are not as good because it's it's either a fallen, um, just like a, like a, a being that doesn't have very good intentions. And, um, so when my mom and I decided to camp a little bit further away from everyone together and we saw these beautiful white orbs in the forest, 
we knew they were there to protect us. They were giant white orbs. Like, I don't even know how to describe how big they were. Probably, like, I mean, there were so many of them. And, and these were not fireflies. They were just so bright. Uh, but somehow we slept, and we just knew that they were good. And so, yeah. Um, so we were there, but to, to give me an idea, maybe they were like car sized, you know, in the forest, like just floating there. And the energy was angelic. Um, also we would always see these, this is in the Santa Cruz mountains. We would always see these orbs go to a particular, um, spot in the forest. It was like their meeting spot. And they were like these flying disc saucer orbs that did not move like airplanes and they moved in very strange patterns and they would always go to one spot and those are more like et encounters and i mean there's a lot that i could get into um yeah including having experiences where i felt like i had woken up on spaceships and all of that but anyways i don't know if that's useful to you i'm just saying like if you know you're a starseed you just are and you just know it from from your experiences in life and you've probably had that knowledge with you forever. It's not, this isn't some trend that you hop on like a lot of people want to hop on the vegan train. And by the way, I don't really research um, any spiritual things. I used to read a lot of books, but I stopped researching things because I realized that like, if you are connected, then the wealth is already inside of you. So my main purpose is to help reconnect and reawaken you to your higher self of mind just so that we can stay in touch because that's what the button says. But what I really mean is like, let's stay connected. And I, my whole point is like, if you connect to your higher self, you don't really need other people to guide you. Maybe we need people who can help us to see through our own pitfalls and dark areas that are maybe too painful for us to see. And if that's the case, then we could be of support to one another. But mostly I'm interested in creating leaders and in, in helping the leader within you to just come out and and take part in life. Because a lot of times we also have starseeds who can be very shy, who just who have been stuck at that place of of you to just come out and and take part in life. Because a lot of times we also have starseeds who can be very shy, who just who have been stuck at that place of of not wanting to be part of the world or maybe maybe they've been stuck at like a depressed phase and then if that's the case this this podcast is perfect for you because we're going to go over how a lot of times the past interference was there for that specific reason to make you feel alone to make you feel like you have to be depressed to create um to, to attract people into your life who are actually really draining and cause obstacles for you to, um, to keep you from fulfilling your divine mission and divine purpose. I had an experience a while back. This was probably around like 2012, actually. No, maybe it was after that. Maybe, I don't know what the year was, but I had this experience when I was hanging out with one of my friends and um, we both, we were actually, it was like a, one of those living dreams where everything feels super real. So we were walking from the statues in the image of the goddess. It was either a goddess or a Buddha. I don't remember. And so the humans would take the dust of her carving and sniff up the dust 
and get lost and forget their mission. And a lot of the star seeds that were getting sent down from the stars were getting hijacked and lost in sniffing up the, this little bit of bliss, the dust of the... I kind of get confused about whether it was a goddess or not because um, the marble statues, it was like white marble were being made after her image or she was the one that directed the carving of the Buddha. So maybe it was white marble because they wanted to figure out how to how to combat how to mitigate how to stop all of the star seeds that they kept sending here from getting lost from forgetting their mission from forgetting their purpose and so a huge part of this is addiction a lot of star seeds get addicted to substances because like i said when you miss first of all coming into a body can be really hard because you're used to you're used to vibrational realms of existence where everything can be very heavenly. It can be very high. It's like, it's cosmic bliss, honestly. And so coming into a body can be very traumatic for a starseed soul or a higher being. And so when you come into the body, um, you want to get a taste of home, right? So on earth, you can do this through a few different ways, right? So you can artificially stimulate your brain receptors to feel that bliss and that unity and that love through some kind of drug or some kind of substance it could be anything or it could be even relationships like codependent relationships it could be getting addicted to sex getting addicted to drugs getting addicted to all kinds of things that are just not good for you but they give you that instant bliss feeling and so in my dream we were taken into this um into this council and that's what they were trying. That's what they were showing me. They were saying like, like, I mean, there's so many of us here. I, I'm definitely not the only one, but it's more like the frequency is there. Are you listening? And the guides are just the, the your starseed guys and your personal soul team is rooting for you right now. And they're just like, like the earth is so bombarded with beautiful beings and energy that just wants to help heal the planet, but they can't because it's up to the ones who are actually in a body. You can't affect this reality unless you can affect the people who are actually in embodied and taking those actions in the world because karma is a very real law. And the second that you start to eat something from this planet, there you go. You start the karmic loop and the karmic cycle. And let me ask you, like, who doesn't eat? Like, you, can, you have to eat things to survive here because that's the way that it works on this planet. Unless you're a plant, right? You can eat sunlight and then there's carnivorous plants. But you have to eat something. So the second that you need some sort of nourishment, that you have a body, your body is made up of all of the minerals and elements that are found upon this earth. And so, so you're karmically tied to it, which means that you can also affect it, which means that now you are a player in this game. You are a player on this planet Earth experiment. And even though you have a team of starseed angelic souls and guides that are guiding you on this mission, they're not able to fully step in and save the world and save the planet because they're not in a body and they're not allowed to do that. They can only influence you to the extent that you allow by by letting them communicate with you first of all i would suggest don't if you're starting at this um don't just communicate with any random being because there's a lot of random beings that don't all have the best interests of earth or humanity so the best thing to do is to firstly connect with your higher self and we'll go into different ways of doing that i'm actually going to create a meditation for you to be able to connect with your higher self and your starseed family to help guide you because 
when you do this meditation, you'll know, like, I'm ready. Here I am. Talk to me. And they'll start talking to you. And so then the only step left for you is to be in receptive mode, to become a better receiver of the frequency that is already everywhere on this planet. It is within you. Like, there's nothing that you need except for becoming a better receiver and understanding what is already within you, what is already being said. And then once you do that, your higher self will start to guide you very specifically uniquely because we all even though we're part of a a grander collective mission you also have unique uh karmic ties that you have to resolve unique um lineages that you're here to clear and those you with the help of your higher self you'll be able to navigate those much more clearly So let's get to the juicy part about why I created this podcast. I've been in contact with higher dimensional beings since I can remember. I know that there's many of us who are incarnated here on earth now and at various timelines on earth. I know that we're like puzzle pieces, hold on to ourselves and yet being put together to make something that is much more grand than anything we could have accomplished on our own. I've been on multiple councils and I I can only assume that I've been allowed to attend these meetings for the very specific purpose of being able to convey that information to you, to help awaken you, to help you be part of it as well. I know that earth has been invaded and infiltrated by the dark disconnecting siphoning forces that influence others via these fear-based shadows. And I know that we're here to bring the light of our own coding through this realm to help liberate humanity, to help liberate Mother Gaia, this earth, this planet who is very much a living being. For her, we love, for her, we gather to call in the reinforcements from all star realms who support the living God, creator of all things. We came to be on the inside. We chose to take up karmic debts in order to help restructure and reconnect all human genetic coding in a restoration that was meant to be, that we are all connected as created by the true source of all things. And I know that we are star beings. I know that we're lovers of freedom. We're lovers of knowledge, lovers of life. And we intend to liberate all beings falsely coerced into entrapment on this planet, on on this realm. We came to break the fear-based chains that have limited humanity for such a long time. We signed up for this mission. And I know that we're encoded with exactly what we need. And especially as woke receivers of star codes, we are the gates to freedom. As we birth the star of our souls into this body, onto this earth, we bring with us the high frequency that makes divine choices and creates systems that uphold the divinity of all beings, not enslavement. First, we use all that is available for us. Success is the only option, for God is the name of victory in all things, in all realms, and the source of all beings. And we use the resources that we have, all the systems that are available to us, and then create our own in harmony with all, in sovereign freedom. We come to embody the truth of our divine soul, the soul that was created by God, to run the energy currents of eternal life as they were meant to be run by the divine blueprint of who we really are. So at the core, your mission is to be the most authentic you possible as created by God in all realms and to be a living testament of God's glory and triumph over all fear, to be a living example of God's creation on earth despite whatever obstacles have had to be faced. Know this, that fear is an illusion based on the ignorance of darkness, fueled by the suggestions of a disconnected self in attempts to protect itself. But if you know that you are always protected, as long as you follow your higher self, You will be guided every step of the way by the internal knowing of your heart. I'm here to help on your healing journey as I've had to overcome so many obstacles myself from having pretty much nothing 
and suffering within the realms of humanity while knowing how rich my soul is. And I've been allowed to to be on these councils and missions and I've had so many interactions with different kinds of beings that it can only be to be of service to humanity, of to be of service to this earth. And so I'm here for you and I want us to be in a community together to help each other. It's not about what I am doing. It's about what we can do for the earth, for the planet, as we awaken together as starseeds on a mission who love this earth, who bring in the frequency of freedom. That's who this podcast is for. And that's why I'm creating a community to help support this mission. And I know I'm not the only one who thinks and feels and is here for the same purpose. So if you resonate and align to this and you have a deep inner knowing and you want to work together or you want to stay connected, then please follow this podcast and subscribe and message me with your questions or your insights or your comments. I would love to respond to you personally and I will do that for as long as I can. Please join my community and I'll be in touch with you soon. I'm so excited to continue this podcast for you. It is for us who are here on a mission to help support each other. Thank you so much for joining me on this captivating voyage into the depths cosmic consciousness. I truly am grateful for each and every one of you who have tuned in and embarked upon this transformative journey with me. I want to extend a heartfelt invitation for you to visit my website, theroniakashik.com, to explore a wealth of resources designed to support your starseed awakening. As a token of my appreciation, I invite you to download a complimentary meditation that will guide you in connecting with your soul origin family. It's a powerful tool to deepen your understanding and strengthen your cosmic bonds. I know how crucial it is for us to have that connection and heartfelt understanding. So remember, fellow starseeds, you are not alone. Embrace the cosmic connections that await you and continue to nurture the profound awakening within. Together, let us ignite the spark of higher consciousness and create ripples of profound transformation in our lives and in the whole world around us. Until our paths cross again, may the stars illuminate your path and may your journey be filled with love, light, and boundless cosmic wisdom. Thank you for joining me, sending you lots of love and cosmic proportion hugs from your star family and the council. Stay tuned for your next captivating episode in Unleash Your Cosmic Power.